Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. It is so great to be connecting with all of you. Um... Yeah, I am so thrilled. You know, one of the things that I love, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Benny. Hello, B. Howdy, Pat. How you be today? I be awesome. Happy hump day. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but we are going to be, uh, remember how old school we used to name the days of the week and what kind of shows we were going to do each day? <laughs> Ooh, we're not at the back. top of my, I don't really remember if we had an actual sp- specific days, did we? Yeah, I, like Terrific Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was yeah. just in like just common, yeah. common we're procedure totally there. going to bring it back. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and part of what's going on is a direct response to the work that I got to experience through the just creative genius of Dr. Dan Cohen. He is my guest today and uh, co-host today for the show, rather. And what you all are about to hear from him and his experience and probably me and my experience, I don't know how he's going to describe this for himself. I just know for me that one of the greatest gifts that anyone has ever given me in terms of a tool has been his tools to awaken technology. I don't know what to talk about except to call it as this magical, mystical chair. This thing that has so transformed my energy field, my life, my ability to be open to what's in front of me, that just talking about it just brings tears to my eyes. And many of you may be saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Pat. How does that work? How does the technology do that? What's happening? What's really changed? Well, you know, I'm going to leave that up to Dr. Dan uh, Cohen, neurologist. He's going to discuss his thoughts about kundalini energy and the resulting spiritual awakening. Now, why is this going to be so important for us to understand and to know? Let me say this. You know, as a neurologist, an inventor, and an author, his focus has been on technology. I will say that. But as it relates to personal and spiritual development. And, you know, if you're somebody like me or somebody like you, you're sitting there and you're thinking, perhaps, how is all of this going to work? You know, what is it that Dr. Dan has put together, whether we're looking at Tools to Awaken and go to toolstoawaken.com or we're looking at how we facilitate, facilitate Kundalini spiritual awakening. Today's show is all about a level of awakening that every single one of us is capable of having. Today, 
Dr. Dan Cohen is going to take us on a journey to understand what it is, what he is experiencing, and what is changing as a result of this activation. Dr. Cohen, welcome. Welcome. It's so great to have you here. Oh, it's great to be here as as always. Mm. I think we should start with this a conversation about kundalini. And yeah. it is a term that many people have heard. Many people have not heard it. Uh, folks, though, have heard awakening. They've heard spiritual awakening. You know, they've heard psychic awakening. Um, and today's show is to talk about what you have experienced, what has changed, what's transpired. Let's start with what that is. What is that kundalini energy? Okay, it's a it's a really good question, and um, a number of people have written about it. But <clears throat> first of all, as a, as a also as a medical doctor slash scientist, yeah. I must admit that nobody has been able to measure this kind of energy. So this is clearly spiritual energy, and right now it's beyond our ability to measure. However, it's not the ability of certain gifted individuals to visualize. Okay, so we have, we have human observers, and if you believe that they are telling the truth and there is consistency, then you'd have to say, okay, this is real, but our science is not yet at a point where we can measure these things. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think, I think a lot of people from that perspective believe in the existence of this. And let me also say that the kind of changes that are facilitated by kundalini energy rising and moving throughout our energetic system, these are advanced changes. So there are, for instance, with our technology, there are a lot of preliminary changes that happen before you get to this point. Mm. For instance, as you've experienced early on, you get on the chair and right away, oh my God, it's incredibly relaxed. Yeah. So, you know, and, and this is all described on tools to awaken, you know, dot com. Mm-hmm. I mean the awakening mm-hmm. is sort of the end result that everybody wants to achieve, but along the way, let's face it, you wanna you wanna start feeling relaxed and you wanna start to clean up your system. Okay, because we all have energy systems that typically have all sorts of energetic blocks in them. These are the coping strategies, the false beliefs that we hold about ourselves, all of these twists and turns that our normal energy has to traverse, which really screws it up, you know, <laughs> in, in essence, <laughs> okay? And <clears throat> that, that, that's, that's a medical term, you know? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's why, that's why we manifest with so much crap in terms of personality disorders, <laughs> okay? And, and you really I told wanna... you, you, I'm telling you, you had me at, uh, you had me at hello right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in essence, you, you know, our technology because it, it because it really enhances spiritual energy presence throughout the body starts to make a number of shifts. And early in the process, we always had the question in our mind: Would this actually get us to? an awakened state that is akin to kundalini awakening. Mm. Okay? And that was a big question. We didn't know if we would get there. And people that do get there typically have to work through a, a bunch of 
other changes before they get to that point. It's not the kind of thing that's typically inspired right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And and so just to go to the Kundalini energy for a second, you know, yeah. it, it's typically described as three and a half coils of some form of energetic substrate that's resting at the base of the spine. So it's like an energy, people talk about it as a coiled snake, for instance. Mm-hmm. And And then the process, when that is activated, and nobody knows how that really occurs. Okay, people have been, you know, um, for for uh, millennia have been using different forms of yoga, for instance, and that's been the most popular way to try to instigate movement of this energy. Right. Okay, right. that's that's probably right. first and foremost. But okay. there have been spontaneous occurrence of this energy rising, and and nobody's exactly sure. And we weren't sure that the chair would produce this, but now we are because enough of us are starting to undergo this process. And and let me reinforce it. This yeah. is not a like a one-time event. This is a process. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, this process transpired pretty much over 15 months. So it was it was a long process that happened step by step. And during that time, I had 10 discrete episodes and those episodes typically lasted for three to five days. Mm. So, I mean, so of the, in the past roughly year and a half, I mean, there's been about 40 days occupied by, you know, or during these episodes where all sorts of strange things happen. And, and once it starts, you know, you're sort of under the mercy of mm-hmm. the development of these episodes. It's not something that you have any control over and when you look at the literature on kundalini awakening, you see vast differences from person to person. And a lot of it just depends on, you know, did they have physical problems before? Did they have any mental issues? How, how many of their coping strategies had they really worked through? You know, where were they really at psychologically? Where were they out energetically? And, and, and I think most primary is how do they view their ego? How, how tied to their ego are they? And <sighs> and for most of us, I, I'll, well, I'll speak for me. Yeah. I was, yeah. Although I thought that I was free of it to some extent, I was wrong. I was incredibly tied to my ego and mm-hmm. what I had learned. And, and, it, and, and you have to, it, basically, this process gets you beyond that. I mean, the ego is nothing more than your collection of beliefs and coping strategies, et cetera. So it's been, it's been an interesting series of events that ultimately gets you beyond that, but it does so much more, you know, this process, I mean. Well, can I, let me ask you about this, because I love what you said. You know, uh, you and I both know Linda, right? You know, Linda's <laughs> been my buddy. She's our producer. And she would always ask me, and maybe you can explain this. She would always ask me, well, how, you know, how did it go today in the chair? How, how, right? And mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm at a loss for words. And I'm sorry that I keep referring to it's a chair. I, you know, I, I'm surely we're going to have to maybe come up with another way to describe it. But mm-hmm. it literally has been my magic carpet ride. And there is mm-hmm. a song that back in the 60s or something about that. But here's the question I want to ask you. It is kind of like 
for me, subtle, 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 and then not. And I love what you just shared because for a lot of people, when they're in the middle of an episode, and, and I know you're going to talk about this more, the people around them don't really understand what's going on. Have you lost <laughs> your mind? You know, why aren't you functioning? You know, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? You know, do you really want to just go to the movies? And so I would love for you to talk about the experience and the many faces of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, and you know, we, uh, you're right. We call it the chair all the time, but, but yeah. the, the, the proper name is the Soul Tech Lounge, S-O-L-T-E-C, you know, Soul Tech Lounge. And, yep. and there are, there are many different ramifications depending upon what you want to do with it and what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, the stuff that we've begun discussing in, in terms of Kundalini mm-hmm. awakening, that's, that, that's an extreme, you know, sort of after somebody has made incredible progress in terms of their own development. But earlier than that, when you talk about the chair itself and the technology, what it's really designed to do is induce profound levels of relaxation like you've never experienced before. And, mm-hmm. and the way it does that is kind of sneaky, okay? It, the, the physical body is the most relaxed during sleep. But most people never notice that because they're asleep. <laughs> so, so they've got no awareness as to what that level of relaxation feels like. Mm-hmm. Well, and the interesting thing is, you know, everybody says, well, you know, that's because my awareness is really due to my brain. And that's a fallacy. And I can tell you that as a neurologist. <laughs> so, and it's a fallacy that's actually been perpetuated by the medical field, unfortunately, because they don't know any better. But, but you know, you have another neurologic condition called narcolepsy, you know, where people have fall asleep at inappropriate times, have cataplexy, and they have a couple other symptoms. Well, yeah. narcoleptics will be the first to tell you, wait a minute, I have out-of-body experiences, which obviously medicine doesn't accept, but yet narcoleptics have this all the time. And they'll tell you, oh, wait a minute, I'm aware of my sleeping body because um, that's when I'll leave it. <laughs> and I can sense how relaxed it is. Well, and that's because what is leaving it is actually the mind. The mind is not is work through the brain, but it's not the brain. And as a result, with our technology, because of the way we create the music for it and the sound and the vibration and the magnetic field, there's a dissociation between the mind and the body, and you can start to appreciate how relaxed the body feels. Right, right Pat? I mean, you probably yeah. have experienced that it's, many, many times. There's okay? nothing really like it. I mean, right. you know, for me... Um, Relaxation is an understatement. I think I've shared before on air that, you know, I had my little, uh, uh, you know, my little niece come in, eight years old, ask about the chair and, you know, of course, seeing me get out of it uh, and thought, you know, hey, Auntie Patty, can I get in the chair? And I'm like, looked at the moms and the grandmoms and I said, yeah, let's put you in the chair. Now, mind you, this is an eight-year-old that is very high, high energy. And, you know, the, her mom's comment to me, Dr. Dan, was, oh, she will never stay in the chair. 
got in the chair. I turned it on very, very low. Within 90 seconds, her eyes started to shut. And she literally, and her mother was like, I cannot believe she's even, you know, she's going to sleep. She was at such a state of peace. Now, remember, five minutes prior to that, we're chasing the little black dog around the yard, right? Chase Mm -hmm. the dog, chase the dog, adrenaline, adrenaline. Come in in the chair. And it was an angelic experience to watch, Dr. Dan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that has been my experience. But there's another part to this as well. And I would love for you to talk about it. Um, Kundalini, psychic, whatever we want to call them, psychic, spiritual awakenings. There's something else that may happen. And can you talk about the relationship between this, what you've experienced, and creativity? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, first off, I would ask, where does creativity come from? It, oh. it, it's not a, it's not, you know, look, if you're very basic, you'll say, oh, it's a brain function, but it's not, <laughs> it's inspired, <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really a spiritual function. I mean, you're, you're channeling something new, okay? I mean, that's, yeah. that's where creative ideas really come from. They come into us, okay? Mm-hmm. And what the, what, what the Soul Tech Lounge really does is, it allows for much greater embodiment of our spiritual self. Okay? So there's the relaxation part, number one, that really relaxes the physical body. But the magnetic stimulation really draws that spiritual self throughout the body so that it's grounded throughout. And that's a huge difference because in our society, most of the people are very poorly grounded. Mm. So it's 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 understandable. Under you know, it. I just think that if you look at the the girl that I want to make sure that she's okay yeah and and what i what i really want to do is let's make sure that the little um the little girl really feels really bad Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm sorry that I'm um, I'm going through right now. You know, I'm, I I started to have another one of these episodes today. Yeah. And so wow. right now, right now I'm experiencing it again. Right now, so I'm, these past couple minutes, mm-hmm. um, these uh, this event is actually happening to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, this is um, um, this is a really strange occurrence, and mm-hmm. uh, but I might as well explain it to you because yeah, you know. We're, And I hope you will, because you see, for me, Dr. Dan, when things like this happen, the people around us don't understand. So please share this, please. Right. Okay. So in the past couple minutes, you can tell that, you know, I'm not able to articulate myself very well. 
Okay, mm-hmm. and it started this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the uh, the events that I've had um, due to this Kundalini um, awakening. Um, it, they're very dramatic. Okay, mm-hmm. these these are not subtle. Um, uh, once you get into them, there's no turning back. Fortunately for me, even though I'm 63, I don't have any health problems. And so some people go through these events and have horrendous health issues. And some people, some people also have very distressing psychological issues. Mm -hmm. And although I had 10 episodes that, that, you know, lasted for significant periods of time, I don't remember what happened during them, but um, what my wife, who's very gifted, tells me is, oh, I was achieving certain spiritual levels mm-hmm. that were beyond me, and I couldn't yet hold on to them, because mm-hmm. these events literally uh, dramatically changed the architecture of your brain. And um, what's, what is happening is it literally is transformational. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally transforms you. And if you if you read about uh, Kundalini energy and Kundalini um, uh, events, um, people undergo dramatic shifts in their way of being. Now, I'm I'm thrilled that our chair can get people there, but you got to be dedicated to yeah. get there. I mean, most people will use our chair to to develop profound levels of relaxation, uh, but. Uh-huh. What happens, though, over time, if you keep using it, um, you'll not only get profoundly relaxed, but some of your other gifts will come to light. Yeah. And, for instance, your your psychic nature. I mean, I, I never saw, you know, um, spiritual entities and that kind of thing. But right. now I do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. I never expected. I mean, now they even talk to me and I understand them. I mean, where did that come from? Mm. Okay. Because that's really what we are. You know what I mean? It is. And And I love what you're talking about, Dan, because, you know, part of this is, and, you know, trying to explain this is very difficult. So I've decided that I was going to talk about it, you know, uh, in another way. And Mm -hmm. so what I started to do is keep a journal of what has changed in my life and my consciousness, right, since Mm -hmm. having the experience of the lounge, of the chair. But it's not just the chair. It's the vibrational experience of what happens in it, you know. And one of the things that I've come to look at as I'm writing about this is, yeah, have I changed on the inside? Yeah. How? I'm less afraid of the world today. Well, how else maybe have I changed? I'm more open to the world of possibilities. Well, how else? Uh, Well, I am totally more creative than I've ever been. Uh, And so what's, what's really interesting about this is being able to talk about it, you know, to you separately in the way that you and I are talking today, but also demonstrating in the world how things are shifting and changing and what part of that did I play or what part of it in me has changed mm-hmm. because you said something interesting you know some, there are changes happening and sometimes we can't explain them 
And so here's my question, and I, I'd love to talk to you when we come back from break. What, if any, preparation is needed to fully embody what is about to happen? What, if, what preparation is needed? And the reason I'm saying this is because, you know, when I was a kid, and I've shared this on air, I've had a few conversations with what my psychiatrist at the time, I'm, I'm, I'm seven years old, I'm going to psychiatrist, right? What mm -hmm. my psychiatrist said was something I was making up. Invisible people, right? Invisible mm -hmm. conversations. You know, uh, growing up as a Catholic, you don't talk to Jesus. Jesus doesn't talk to you. So what is it that we are now able to pay attention to? What is it about this kundalini experience that will open the door to help us become what we have been meant to become? And we are talking about the soft tech, uh, the, the soul tech lounge. Uh, and I, I refer to it as a chair, but it's a soul tech, S-O-L-T-E-C, lounge. You can go to tools2awaken.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about what, if any, preparation is needed and what happens when you start receiving. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, everybody. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Song of the Heart, Walking the Path of Light, from author and healer Francine Vale is available now. Through Francine's life story, we learn how imperative it is to love one another. Once this simple truth is learned, peace on earth will prevail. Song of the Heart is a life lived and a story told for this purpose. To learn more about Francine and her amazing gifts, or to order your copy of the book today, visit angelsandlightbeings.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Pat. Many of you have heard me talk about the Lyme disease epidemic going on right now in the world. I want to tell you about my friends at Results RNA. They have now created an entire Lyme support system for immune system support, detoxification, rejuvenation, and neurological healing. Please visit ResultsRNA.com to learn more. And for first-time orders, you'll receive a special 10% discount. All you have to do is type in Dr. Pat at checkout. 
Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Dr. Dan Cohen joining me here today. And I just want to say to everyone, if you want to take a look at the Soul Tech Lounge, um, I, you hear me keep referring to it as the chair. It's amazing. It is so much more than that. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit today during the show on how how this experience, you know, how me spending 20 minutes, a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever that is, you know, in the experience of this high vibrational shifting, you know, how is it changing our lives? How do we now move beyond things that were seriously baffling us? What happens to fear along the way? Where is it gone? And anxiety. That's why Dr. Dan is here. He created this, you know, this Soul Tech Lounge. And again, go to toolstoawaken.com and you're going to be able to see pictures of it. But the pictures just don't do what I'm trying to share and what he's trying to share. Get ready for your life to change. And in my case, for the better. Uh, Dr. Dan, I wanted to ask you about that because you were talking about creativity and what happens with this. There's a vibrational shifting that is facilitated with this experience. We're talking about kundalini and there are effects of the kundalini energy rising. How do people's lives change? How is your life changing? Well, you know, there were a lot of changes with me prior to the kundalini energy as, as mm-hmm. I briefly discussed in terms of relaxation and yep. and really becoming better integrated spiritually. So I had a lot of change even before the kundalini energy started to rise. Mm-hmm. But the kundalini energy rising makes really big changes um, because I think it it moves you to a level of spirituality that is far beyond, you know, being based in ego. Mm. And that's the that's the principal thing. So you become, you know, far less ego identified until you're no longer ego identified. You know, that's you know, that's absolutely what ultimately occurs uh, with Kundalini awakening. I mean you you end up um literally um recognizing that uh, you are self-realized as the divine, mm. and that's what we all are. So that's the that's the end point in terms of self-identity and Kundalini awakening. Um, along the way, though, a whole bunch of things happen on different axes. So there can be physical changes, 
there's going to be a lot of physical symptoms. I mean, for mm-hmm. some people, the kundalini awakening process is literally like hell in terms of, oh my God, I've got all these manifestations that are problematic. For me, I didn't have physical manifestations. I had physical, I had, uh, uh, I, I had more, um, I don't know how you want it, mental, I guess. Mental, mental awareness, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ramifications. Um, I, I literally would have episodes of three to five days where I had lost my egoics, uh, my egoic self. So my, my sense of who I was was so different because it shifted spiritually and because I wasn't really ready for it. I wasn't, I was literally not making memories. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Right. So I'd come out of the event after three to five days and I would have no memory and my wife would have to tell me all, all the things I did <sighs> and all that we discussed. And it was, it was really, I mean, it was incredibly disruptive because over the past year and a half, I had 10 of these episodes as this energy was rising through each of my chakras. Mm-hmm. It, that's when it would disrupt them, you know, in the 10 chakra system. But as each one happened, I was being moved further along. I was transforming. And that was really interesting because, you know, I was moving away from ego identification and, and being my ego. And instead, there was so much greater peace and tranquility. And I, I no longer, I, I, I spent so much of my time not having to think. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was, it's magical because, you, you know, brain's not helpful, quite, quite frankly. I mean, it, it's not what you truly are. I mean, we are spiritual beings, and this process really allows that aspect of you to manifest in life, so that that's what you are. And then the interesting thing is, when you when you shut up, there's no thought. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's not like the brain keeps chattering. That chattering is all the old ego stuff. And when that's down the drain, it's just peace. You know, and so far greater peace and tranquility. Um, love is another big thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I hate to admit this, but, you know, for most of my life, I was not, I did not experience true love. Mm-hmm. I did, you know, I, 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 you know, I guess you either do or you don't. But I just, I, I was brought up in a way where, you know, that just was not part of, of my repertoire. It's not that I didn't want it. I just didn't experience it. But this shift, holy mackerel. I mean, now I really understand it. And now the tears flow so easily. Anything that's of an emotional nature, positive or negative, I mean, the tears are flowing in my understanding, and I feel it full body. And, 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 And quite frankly, I can honestly say at this point, I really love my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I mean, so glad you brought that up because I yeah. had a very similar experience. Okay. And I, I, oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about this, Dr. Dan, but it was about a month ago, I think. And I just had this, this absolutely open-hearted love in a way that I had for another person that I had never had before. 
and I tried to explain it and I couldn't and all I would do is cry mm-hmm. and 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 you know I had no idea that that was part of the process yeah. uh, and then I watched a film that again was a modern you know it was a modern film about love and I watched the movie 10 times because I was relating to it at that level and uh-huh. again it was a love story and I would cry right. um what what is it about this that enables us to become that open to do that because it wasn't like I went out I didn't read a book you know what I what did I do I experience what we're talking about here this high right. vibrational you know soul tech technology this soul tech lounge that has become way more than that but what is right. it about the mechanics of this that allowed that opening to happen in a safe way safe okay there's there's really two parts to it and they're uh-huh. both they're both really interesting you know on on the one part one of the reasons why people don't experience love you know very often and i mean unconditional love so we're really mm-hmm. talking about true love okay mm-hmm. the reason they don't experience that is because our egos are so involved and as the ego is involved, um, true love's really not part of the picture. Mm-hmm. Okay? It just isn't. I mean, you know, the ego is filled with negative emotions. It's filled with coping strategies. It wants what it wants. And it's manipulative. And so uh, lots of conditional love, like, I'll love you if you do this. <laughs> or I'll mm-hmm. love you if you yeah. act this way. Okay. So, so the ego, uh, I mean, if you had a formula, ego... And love, it would be equal, it would be not equal. <laughs> Ego does not equal <laughs> love, period. Okay? And, and we're, talking about, we're talking about unconditional love. Now, so what our technology does, the Soltech Lounge really puts the ego to sleep. And so you learn to operate without the ego. And, and a lot of the energetic structures associated with your coping strategies, literally, because of the magnetic field, literally vacate from the body. Okay, it took us five generations during our development cycle to get the technology to do that. But those energetic blocks literally vacate over time. And so you're literally losing those egoic constraints that hold you back from experiencing true, unconditional love. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's, that's the first. Second thing is, <clears throat> we are love ah. in terms of our spiritual self. But we are so poorly integrated spiritually that we don't manifest that true, unconditional love very often. Okay? But that's exactly what our technology does. Our technology mm-hmm. instills, I mean, it, it stimulates the, the Hara line, or the Sushumna, depending on, you know, that center line, and, and the, the soul which emanates for, out of that line literally becomes body-centric. So for most people, they're only integrated like at the head or upper chest, but rarely throughout the body. Well, with our technology, that really stimulates full body integration with your spiritual self. That is what's necessary to truly experience love. Mm. Okay? And so it's both of those things. One is turn down the ego considerably and then increase the spiritual self because that is love. And the spiritual self does not have negative emotions that block love. Okay? And so that's, 
that's why it took us 15 years to develop this thing. We had so much <laughs> trial and error to try to get this thing right. The Soltec Lounge was, you know, 15 years of work and $11 million of, of, <sighs> of research, you know, dollars. I mean, it, it was a lot of effort to get this thing to where it is. But this is really kind of, you know, the point in time where the effectiveness of it becomes so accentuated. I mean, think about it for a minute, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We're living in a world right now where most people can't keep up. Uh, it's not even a matter of, are, am I keeping up with my day-to-day activities? That's not even it. But, you know, am I even keeping up with the amount of information that is coming my way? And so, you know, what it is for me is it is a solution that doesn't necessarily require all that time. Now, I tend to spend more time in it, and you you actually advised me about this. You know, basically what you said to me is, you know, you can build up, build up, build up. But I literally started with five minutes, and I could feel a change, just a level of relaxation. You know, I was talking to Linda about it the other day, and I sent her a picture of something I whipped up for dinner, dinner, Mm -hmm. and I sent her a picture of it. And she said, how long did that take you to make? And I said, well, maybe about six or seven minutes. But that's the point that I'm trying to make here is what has changed in me? You know, I didn't go join a spa, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't sign up for a class. And the fundamental thing that is different for me, right, is the degree by which I am spending time with the technology. And Mm -hmm. today... You know, I'm sitting here talking with you on the verge of some of the most innovative and creative things that we're going to be announcing in the world of radio and media. And Mm -hmm. it's not because we're, you know, really smart here, but things have changed and shifted. There's a level of openness that I think is so important in the day and age we live in. Now, many people would say that's not a spiritual experience. I'd love to hear from you about that. No, I, I think that's definitely a spiritual experience. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I see this with so many of our users. Once they engage their spiritual self, life changes. Mm. Okay? They're much less dominated by all of their egoic tendencies. And instead, what happens is a big push in creativity, because what they truly are is their spiritual self. And that starts to manifest, and when that manifests in a bigger way, life changes. Mm. All sorts of things happen that didn't happen before. That, that's that's what I experienced, that's what you experienced, and you know, that's what a hundred other people are experiencing, even more than that, I mean, hundreds, you know, right now using the, this technology, because that's what it does. It, it, literally, it literally integrates the spiritual self into the body and mind so that you so that you are that okay to a much greater degree and over time that's when your self-identity starts to shift because you realize wait a minute you know what I'm not using my coping strategies the way I used to you know I'm not getting angry or anxious or all of those things start to happen less and less why because they're released and they're being replaced with what you truly are as your spiritual self Right, right. And I think you just said it. 
I mean, and, and you know, what I think is really also uh, worth mentioning is that you start to become different around people, uh, Dan. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, you know, there are people that are still experiencing high level of fear, high level of anxiety, whatever the language is. And you're like really chill and you're it's almost kind of insulting, really, because <laughs> you're kind of like, wow, you know, like just can't you just chill out? No. Mm-hmm. No, they can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can you can reach out to them and help them, too, because it's, you, it's so much I'm easier for that. you to remain. Yeah, because you'll remain so much more calm, and then you can help them see the fallacies of, of their coping strategies. You know, you know there's, some of their thought processes become so twisted, you know, that, that when you start to dissect them a bit, you can help them. And if you're calm, which it's so much easier to do, then they're much more accepting of your advice. Yeah. You know, what do you feel is the greatest challenge? I mean, and, you know, this is really a question that I'm asking you because I know that from time to time, um, uh, you know, since, uh, and thank you so much for sending sending the technology, the Soltech Lounge. Thank you so much for doing that because I'm kind of thinking about the accelerated pace by which it, you know, by which we then change and transform, and how easy that is. And what I mean by easy is, it's not like um, I ha- I had to work hard. It's not like I had to go to therapy, but yet there are challenges that come with that kind of change. Can you talk about what some of those might be? Yeah, I think it's a really good question, and there are challenges, but the challenges. Mm-hmm ultimately come from the ego because what happens is mm-hmm. you know it's not like turning a light switch and it where it's off and then it's on and it stays on mm-hmm. okay what happens here is you know you use the chair for instance and yeah. um and you know i'm going to i'm going to say something here that's going to sound a little funny uh-huh. but it's 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 almost even though it's not a drug it's like a drug in the sense that it has a half-life, mm-hmm. okay? So when you use the chair, there's, it'll, the effects last for, in, in my experience, with people that have illnesses where I can really look at it carefully and, and time right. them based on symptoms, right. it seems to last about 48 hours. Okay. Okay? And so, so I recommend people use it at least three times a week. Okay. okay. Personally, I use it almost every day. Okay, because I think the more you use it, the more progress you make, and I don't think there's any reason to use it more than once a day. And mm-hmm. and and then it ha- and it hasn't cost me any time. I mean, I use it for about an hour, but because it's so profoundly relaxing and it puts me in another state, I end up sleeping an hour less anyway. So yeah. it doesn't cost me any time. So I do it. You know, it's like a freebie. So. So I think it's really important that, you know, people understand that, okay, you know, if you if you do this kind of thing, it's going to literally change the ego because you're going to be much more relaxed and you're going to be much better integrated spiritually. So the world starts to look a little different, but it's usually subtle, okay? Yeah, okay. And it happens over time. But if you keep doing it, you keep shifting and shifting and shifting and shifting, Okay. And then other people will start to tell you, boy, you know, you're really different. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. You really changed. 
And, and because it happens so gradually, you may not even notice, but other people will start to notice, and they'll start to come to you, you mm-hmm. know, for advice and help, and because, you know, all of a sudden, you got your act together, and they don't. <laughs> You know, so, you know, I don't know if that answers your question, but... but Yeah, I mean, I think it does, but I want to get back to something else you said. You talk, you said something about, well, you know, there are people that may have something physical, an illness. Can you talk (laughs) about that? Because that's also part of the transformation that you've seen in people that uh, have experienced um, using the technology. Yeah, you know, I I would love to comment on that, but I have to be respectful of the fact that um, that this is this is not defined as a medical device. Exactly. You know, and so so we're um, I, I think that what we what um, well anyway. You know what? I I don't want to. No, but I think what you're talking about is that everybody's going to have their own personal experience with it. And, you know, whether or not there is something going on in your physicality or not, you know, the experience is going to be the experience. Because if, you know, people may be listening to this and they may be thinking, well, you know, I don't think I don't think that would be a good fit for me, or I don't think that, or I don't think this. And I'm I'm just saying that, you know, for me and the countless others that have had this experience, things have changed and changed for the better. But you may go through a couple of moments here, like I did, where I was like crying and thinking, "What's going on?" And and yet that was part of the change process. And, you know, I don't know how you talk about it, but it was a way for a part of our heart to really decrust itself. And part of that decrusting or what has happened to us in the past, and we know this about, you know, we know this about illness, Dr. Dan. We know that there are levels of stress, things that happen. This is the science that lead to illness. I mean, there's studies upon studies upon studies. So that's a fact. That's a scientific yeah. fact now that we know. Right. Now, and you're you're absolutely right. And yeah. and we know that, you know, sixty six percent of of patients typically have very high stress that produces all sorts of things. And we can say this technology will certainly reduce stress. We can say that um without a medical claim uh, so we can talk about relaxation in that way. Yeah. We can talk about stress reduction. We can talk about, you know, physical relaxation. Yeah. Where we can't go um, is the fact that um, we've witnessed all sorts of other medical um, right, changes. Right, exactly. But, but uh, we're, we're, we're very uncomfortable discussing that because uh, legally we're not allowed to. And, and, and on the one hand, I want to be honest and I want to try to find words to explain this, but it's it's probably it's probably a bit illegal, and and that's why I I kind of get tongue tied and get twisted, and it's like mm, you know I really can't go there. Well, and I and I really respect and appreciate that. I think the place though that that we can go is what I was just talking with you about, and that is the fact that we now know you know whether you're ten, twenty, thirty years later, depending on your journey. We're now touching the iceberg on the degree by which stress affects the body. 
And if we can find a way to really de-stress ourselves, just like we de-isoplane, then we're going to be all the better for it. Um, but this is just part of the conversation of what you're sharing and what you're learning. What's on the horizon? Right. Well, and just to, just to reinforce, this mm-hmm. is an incredible de-stressor. And that we can say, because that's mm-hmm. not considered a medical issue. Okay. That's, yeah. that's considered lay. And so, so all the time we talk about how this dramatically reduces stress. Um, you know, in terms of what's on the issue, you know, I mean, we obviously, um, now that it's out there a little bit more, uh, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of people that are starting to pick up an interest in this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to become um, a little bit better known, uh, particularly you know, in the communities where they uh, like to offer services related to relaxation. So you're going to yeah. see this thing pop up in a lot more spas, you know, health clubs, hotels. You'll see it happen across the world there. Um, you're also going to see it a lot more in uh, attached to yoga mm-hmm. um, because of the spiritual changes and the relaxation, and they, they like to do meditation. And, and this, is a, this technology is a mammoth shortcut yeah. to become a phenomenal meditator. Yeah. So, I mean, you get, it, you, you get it for free. You don't even have to use the meditation <laughs> word. Just talk about relaxation and follow the instructions, and boom, all of a sudden you're going to be an excellent meditator. Right. Um, you know, some people realize because the stories get out there, they realize, okay, there are all sorts of health benefits. And, you know, although we cannot tout that, that's, you know, that's for people to do and decide yeah. on, on what they want to do, especially for things like addiction. Oh, yeah. You know, because there's lots of people struggling, and and the 12 steps have changed over the years, and they're not nearly as effective. So the failure rates and drug addiction centers are very high, and and this is a technology that can be um, very therapeutically, you know, beneficial. So there's lots of areas that that this thing is is really going to move into, um, let alone... um, people's desire to make progress spiritually exactly wow thank you so much i I can't thank you enough dr dan thank you so much for coming on the show today and there's much more to come you're going to hear a lot more about this uh again what's the best way to find out more about you and how can they request information about the chair technology yeah i think the best thing to do is come to the website tools to awaken so it's tools t-o-o-l-s t-o awaken a-w-a-k-e-n dot com and we have a lot of content you know there um so it's it's i think it's fairly easy to understand it um as as we get more and more units out um the problem is most people buy them are they're private citizens and so you can't like go to their house and try it so yeah. Um, I think over time, as we get more and more of these mm-hmm. into commercial spots, it'll be easier to try them. But we, you know, we also offer a money back guarantee. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, we will get the word out. Thank you, Dr. Dan Cohen, everybody. Thank you for tuning us in, and we'll see you next time, everybody. Down upon my knees. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.